It's the Machine of Nonsense, episode 70, and we're talking April. We are already three months down in 2022. It's uh, it's going quick, guys. Uh, I'm your host, Eric, joined by Kayla. Hey. And we got Mike. I'm back. I'm here. He's back. He missed Bomb once again. Um, but it allowed me and Tony on our last episode uh, to talk some mad shit about your hate of butt rock. So, um, you know, be warned if you haven't listened to that episode yet, Mike. I haven't. Mm, well, you just know, released it like yesterday or today, right? Yeah, I don't remember when I. Yeah, Tony's it's, episode. It's new. You talked it's about new. it. Yeah, it's new. It's very new. Uh, so any of you Butt Rock fans out there, me and special guest Tony Ortega, big fans of the Butt Rock found in Peacemaker Season 1. Oh, it's... Oh, God. <laughs> That's not, that was last year. All right, that shit's over with. <laughs> it does feel like it was so long ago. It, it really does. It's like It's so weird because like the first three months of this year have both flown and seemed like... Yeah, like that was that was three years ago, right? Like 2021. What the fuck? Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's recap what because you guys, neither of you guys, were on our last episode. Um, Kayla started off. What uh, what you been up to? Uh, nothing really new. Uh, you're playing Elden Ring, and I watched that. Uh, I'm watching Seinfeld still. Um, yes. Hmm. Um, Bob's Burgers. What'd you think about us predicting the Oscars? We predicted Will Smith was going to slap Chris Rock. We predicted the best picture winner. We, we did everything. Uh, you done fucked up my vibe. Bring that shit up. <laughs> well, uh, we watched Oscar movies. Um, we watched Oscar movies and the coda was great. And I was really happy it won. Yeah, we we got we got our justice for for Coda. That was that was real nice to see that uh, happening. Um, you didn't catch much of the uh, Oscar ceremony, did you, Mike? No, uh, listen to the Big Pick uh, podcast with their recap on it. Looked at the list of winners. I I wasn't really. I knew uh, Saint Olivia wasn't gonna mm-hmm. win. I knew like Maggie Gyllenhaal wasn't gonna win for Lost Daughter or anything. like uh, my favorite stuff uh, that was eligible for the Oscars was a lot of it wasn't nominated at all. Um, just a really dull list of uh, best best picture nominees. I, I, I dabbled in pretty much all of them and couldn't finish most of them at all. It definitely took effort to like, oh, I've never even heard of these movies. Let's uh, let's look up these nominations and watch these movies and. Even like some of the best actor or actress, I'm like, well, I never even heard of that. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting movie year, interesting Oscars year, I guess. Just the lack of, I mean, you mentioned The Lost Daughter. We we already kind of recapped that a little bit in our Oscars episode, but like that was just such a, a, a big snub not to be not to be nominated for more things, not to be recognized. Yeah, it's been like a... It was an odd Oscar year. We talked about it a lot on our on our little mini episode, me and Kayla. A lot of tough watches. Like I personally enjoyed all all ten 
to varying degrees, but like you're talking about a three hour slow Western, a three hour Japanese, you know, subtitled movie. Um, and, uh, a, you know, a black and white film, uh, a lot of stuff that just aside from Dune, honestly, like Dune's the big, like crowd pleaser, big, you know, blockbuster type movie. Um, it's tough, you know. I I really think they should have done more to, um, you know, recognize some some cool stuff, some some fun stuff, things that leave you with a better taste in your mouth. But hey, man, code is good. Um, but Mike, what what you been up to, man? I've been playing Elden Ring, a lot of Elden Ring, of course. Um, almost done with that. I think it's. I don't know if I love the game or hate the game, honestly. It's just, like, consumed all of my free time. Uh, um, I, I kind of... you. We brought you up uh, today playing Elder and like, yeah, how many hours you're in? And, and I asked Eric, like, does he like it? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I... I... I think so, but I I honestly don't know. I know he's devoted a lot of uh energy to it, so there's something to that, but <laughs> um the game is kind of like it's lost its difficulty. I mm-hmm. I really do just like seeing everything. And you know, cool looking I, stuff. In the yeah, finding the cool stuff, finding all this thing like it's just so much. There's so much. <laughs> it just keeps yeah. going. Um, yeah, I got like 96 hours. I'm, uh, just rocking my moon sword and sometimes switch to my, my katanas, my moon veil and, uh, doing that, um, I'd like to have maybe a big talking about Elden Ring at some point. Um, on the last episode of Our Flag Means Death, Ooh. uh, Really enjoying that so far. Having it's uh, just one season, right? So far. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a limited thing or not. Is but, is uh, it fully available or do episodes? It's all done. Episodic? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, I nice. Was, I'm, I'm into that. Finished episode nine uh, yesterday and couldn't go to ten. I had to, to step <laughs> away. I had to. Oops. Left on like, oh man, what's gonna Steed, what are you doing? Keep on it. <laughs> I um, like it. Uh playing Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Yeah, how's that? Um I'm gonna give you Owen's review. He wanted oh, me to, to like bring it. Oh, okay. Uh he's on World Three. Upgraded a lot of powers. And he thinks it's pretty good. Oh so, okay, okay. <laughs> it's full review of it it's it i haven't played too much he's played most of it uh co-op's not that great because only one person could be kirby and the other person's just like a little uh character that throws can throw spears and stuff yeah they don't have uh, all the cool kirby powers right 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 ah, so that's weird I'll do that sometimes with them but on when i break away from elden ring i i, I play on my own save for a, for a little while uh, it's cool it's cute it's charming um First uh, 3D Kirby game. Uh, they've done a pretty good job. Nice. Making that transition. And um, that's about it for me. Didn't check out Tunic yet, then? No, that's on the. That's like going to be my next uh, 
big, uh, huge kind of. Well, I guess not huge, but like mysterious Dark Soulsy oh, yeah. kind of game. Uh, once I'm done with Elden Ring, I'm, I'm gonna jump into that. Yeah, I've heard. Luckily, that one's maybe like 15 hours on the sh- on the like short end, and maybe like 20 more average kind of thing. So, yeah, not not 96 or whatever you had on on Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me and Caleb finished up our 10 movie uh, Oscar Best Picture binge uh, recently. To, you know, so that we could do that podcast. So that's kind of consumed a lot. I'm like 40 hours into Elden Ring and. Little concerned, I mean, from like what you've said and just what everything I've read, it seems like everyone takes about a hundred hours minimum to to beat that game, and that's just like that's such a commitment, and um I'm liking it like the you know the the minute to minute of it exploring and stuff is cool, especially when you find a new area, new new monsters. I ran into this area where there's just these giant like hands that have way too many fingers um that was (laughs) terrifying uh but um but yeah carrying manor is uh is a place i believe that's what uh what you're referencing that's exactly yeah that is exactly where i am um and yeah it's just cool like the the environments are so varied um maybe yeah, the environments are varied, but the, more so the creatures are are so varied. So that's what's keeping me going. It, it's cool. Every new area kind of results in a new fight, and I recently respect my my character to be a little more um, magic focused. Uh, I up my enchantment uh, stat, stuff like that. So, um, and I'm wearing like a full carrion knight armor, and I have a carrion knight sword. I'm like full carrion knight uh, cosplay going on. So that's it's fun. Um, but it's just so daunting hearing that, like, yeah, man, you're, like, four-fifths of the way, 40 hours in, like, <laughs> okay, cool, that's, that's tough, man, I don't know, that's tough to hear, with, with, like, so many good, good things, like, already out, and, and then more to come as we're gonna get into, into April, like, Jesus, I don't know, it's tough, it's all-consuming, it really is. It's, uh, quite the platformer. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot more there's jumping a lot of platforming in, in it. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> and it's not meant for I, it. It's I, not made for it. Like. <laughs> well, they try. I did a sewer area the other day, and it uh, so many deaths. More deaths to platforming than any boss in the in the <laughs> game so far. Uh, man, oof. I'm real excited to see like during like game of the year conversations and our own you know naughties um where where this one winds up and i think we should do a full-on you know like a spoiler cast or a deep dive in into elden ring um because uh yeah there's there's a lot to talk about we might need fucking 10 hour podcast or something uh but yeah finish servant I'm kind of wishy-washy on it. I, I was really digging the off-the-wall kind of M. Night Shyamalan thing that it was doing. Um, it had such a great premise, and I feel like they just kind of don't know where to go with things anymore. Like, you know, maybe it should have only had two seasons or, or something like that. But um, it's a really visually appealing uh, show, and Rupert Grint uh, of Harry Potter fame 
fantastic uh oh it's that show yes yeah um really cool i think he like super stands out because he's completely off like i i think i've only ever seen him seen him in uh now this i've seen him in a the Harry Potter stuff, a movie about CBGB, the punk uh, mm. like, thing, uh, the venue in New York, yeah. uh, where he played like uh, just a crazy uh, punk rocker. Um, and and then this, where he's kind of a crazy punk rocker. He's, he's like he's like a kind of a sleazy businessman who like does a bunch of coke and is like an alcoholic and uh, is just completely off the the right ron weasley character completely but he he does it really well uh his accent doesn't ever come through it's just another brit who can like just do a flawless american accent accent like it's it's he's really good he's he's a standout even if the rest of the show is a little eh, you know but oh okay yeah but nice i think i think definitely like the first season's like super super cool i would recommend people check that out if they got like a seven day apple tv subscription or something uh, I kind of want to do that. I want to check out Severance. There's so much. Um, and uh, a couple other things on Apple. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yep. Um, I want to see what that's all about, too, people. Haven't heard well, anything about The Shrink Next Door, but I'd like to see that. I want to watch that, too. Yeah. it's It went from, like, completely... About a year ago, six months ago, I was like, eh, I don't ever see myself getting Apple TV to being like, wow, I kind of... I'm gonna have this after my trial, maybe because like this is this, there's a lot here. There's a lot of good stuff. It's it's really grown from like nothing to at least a lot of interesting stuff. I checked out the first episode of uh, the After Party. I mentioned on a different uh, pod we did, but um, real cool, real cool premise murder mystery with just a bunch of comedians and all of their points of view. Um, seems seems really cool. I wanted to hold off on watching anymore, so so Kayla could could watch the rest with me i think uh that might be a, a nice no. palate cleanser for yeah we've been watching a lot of like fucking it, really shit ass right a lot of like really hardcore oscar shit that's like about terrible humans and after party seems like it's just gonna be a fun fun time so Yeah, if there's nothing else, we should probably get to April. We got a lot. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. There's too many April showers going on in this house. Uh, <laughs> uh, so many screams and crying. Hope that's not uh, bleeding through. <laughs> you know, uh, we've got a great producer who will make it work, you know? So, nice, uh, nice. But, um... So April 1st, which I, I find pretty funny, um, any of our non-American listeners, this is traditionally known as April Fool's Day, uh, we're getting uh, Morbius, uh, the like five-time pushed-back uh, comic book movie featuring Jared Leto. Um, almost feels like it's a joke on April Fool's, but... Um, I don't know. I mean, we've we've gone around a, a lot. Kayla hates Jared Leto. Um, I think the Morbius character is an odd choice for a standalone film. Um, yeah. What do you think? He's got to team up with Blade, you know? He's got. <laughs> I guess if that's like the thing, if if there's like, I guess I'd watch it if there's a big reveal at the end, like of of Blade. 
that'd be kind of cool, but I, I doubt know. that Sony and Marvel are going to mingle on on that. But uh, right. Oh, so the only reason I'm going to watch it is because like ah, maybe Venom will show up. Maybe I'll get me some Tom Hardy action. That's it. Well, Michael Keaton's in it. He's uh, the Vulture in the movie. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Yeah, there might they might have something interesting. That's the only for... reason. Yeah. So you know that'll probably be really, uh, you know, do really well in theaters. I bet. Uh, it seems like theaters are doing doing good again. We just got um. You know, some numbers back from the Lost City, uh, which did really well over the weekend. So I see this movie doing really well, too. Uh, so we'll see. Also on April 1st, the reunion of Ben Foster and Chris Pine, uh, the contractor. I I'm, was not aware of this, but then I saw those two names uh, from one of my favorite movies of, of recent years, Hell or High Water. And I was like, all right. You sold me a little bit. Um, apparently, Chris Pine is some kind of uh, black ops uh, guy who like quits the military and joins some kind of um, you know, like private contractor, military contractor thing. And and he's he's lost overseas, needs to get home. Your basic like war porn movie, I'm sure. But like, I really liked those dudes together in Hell or High Water. So just that alone is kind of intriguing. That you 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 dug that one too, right, Mike? Oh yeah, Hell or High Waters. Uh, if I was making like a like you said like a last, would you say ten years or so? It sure. would it might be on it would probably be on the twenty on the top twenty or something. Yeah, I think so for me as well. Yeah. Um, what do you the think? The best like modern western I've seen in one. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love it. I want more of it. Yeah, I know. Like watch it again, refresh my memory. You're always terrified of Ben Foster, like in a movie. He's so. spooky. He's, He's been in my dude. two favorite westerns. Now that I think of it, oh. Three Ten to Yuma and Hell or High Water. I adore him. He's he's great. I love stuff he's in. But if he he is the dude who plays a dude who scares you in all of them, and <laughs> and it's I'm spooked. <laughs> it's funny thinking of his early child actor Disney days to what he's become. Yeah. <laughs> but he yeah, well. he's he's an. He's an intense guy, for sure. What's that movie? It's like 30 Days a Night or whatever else. He's like the, the vampire thrall in that. Um, he's just super cool yeah. in that, too. Uh, that's such a good... But, yeah, it's just kind of one of those things where I, I dig Chris Pine, I uh, I dig Ben Foster, and a shoot 'em up bang-bang movie with, with both of them. You know, check it out. Yeah. That's, like a, that's coming to theaters, but that's definitely something that I, I want to, you know... If it gets great reviews or something, sure, maybe I'll check it out in theaters, but definitely a streamer, you know, type movie. Nice. On the Pine rank, or the Chris rankings, I mean, Pine's, like, number one now for me, I think. Interesting. Um, a lot of Chris's. I yeah, I put, put, like, Hemsworth it. second, Pratt, then Evans, I would, I would say. Oh, I yeah. like Evans way more wow. than I like Pratt. Hmm. It's, a good, it's a good conversation. At like, least personally like them as humans right i love pine in that first wonder woman i that he's yeah he's really good in that first wonder woman i enjoy him in the star treks yeah that's true. yeah, yeah he's good and in he's star good Trek. yeah you might be right mike pine might might be uh i like him in everything i've i've seen him in so 
Can't say the same for Evans. Can't say the same for Hemsworth or Pratt, honestly. So I dig it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's a good. That's a good point. Rounding out April first, Slow Horses coming to uh, Apple, everyone's favorite streamer. Um, th- to the best of my knowledge, the first Gary Oldman television uh, show. Uh, noted actor Gary Oldman. Um, doing a show about kind of washed up uh, British MI6 agents, secret agents. Um, this looks like a lot of fun. Have, you, have either of you guys checked out the trailer at all? Fuck your <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there he goes. I had I I meant to. I I was having a lot of technical difficulties before the pod, and there are some stuff I was not able to catch up on. So uh, Slow Horses was one of them, unfortunately. Sounds cool, though. I, I haven't watched it either, but I, I want to. Yeah, it's basically like, I think this is a true thing or like based on somewhat true events, but I guess there's a like a department where they kind of stash their like less useful secret agents, essentially, or like, you know, um, members yeah. of MI6. And it gets the um, like misnomer of, of slow horses. That's like what they call them uh in 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 britain there these like kind of older or less effective agents and gary oldman is is kind of leading a team of them um and and they're going to get into into some shit uh but it's it it looks like a, a a drama like it's not played for laughs or anything else but it's just it kind of seems like it could be like you know red the, those movies but like higher class uh, a little bit more like dramatic version of that oh. yeah you know i kind of i kind of dig forgot yeah. about red and red too sure yeah you know and like that's it's a fun concept you know like the grizzled veteran secret agent kind of people that's, that's fun and i just want to see more of gary oldman you usually get to only see him for a uh, couple hours on on screen but you're gonna get to see him for i don't know eight ten episodes or something um so Pretty excited. So that's Slow Horses, April 1st. Um, this one's for me, April 5th, MLB The Show, coming to uh, all consoles. Um, coming back to Game Pass. Uh, it's my game of the year every year. Uh, don't have to, you know, talk about it too much. Uh, they're doing a cool thing this year. Uh, Shohei Otani is on the, the cover. Uh, he's uh, one of the best players in all the baseball he pitches and hits if, if you don't if you don't follow baseball um but he's from japan um he's probably the best player to ever come from from japan already and uh they're doing a cool like anime style cover uh on like the collector's edition and they've released a lot of cool images and they're really like playing up that like japanese influence and stuff and it's i hope it does it does well it's the first one coming to switch so maybe it'll you know Baseball is huge in Japan, so I just I want this series to to do well. I don't know how well it does in Japan. I know it's a good seller, but like if it blows up in Japan because it'll be on the Switch now, that'd be it'll be great. It's awesome, but it will be the. Show I mean, game. and and maybe because the guy on the covers from Japan. Yeah, yeah, Shohei man, he's he's popular. So, um, you're oh. gonna get the Switch version, right? No, 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 no. I'm going to get the free version. <laughs> no. Um, but uh, also April 5th, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga um, coming to all platforms. Um, 
this has been pushed back several times, but it's it's a huge like cul- culmination. It's nine. It's the nine movies following you know the Skywalker saga in, in Star Wars, um, but done in the Lego universe. They've come out with a billion of these Lego games. You know, they're all kind of kind of the same, but this is just cool. I know Mike, you've recently been showing your boys, well, your whole family, I think, like Star Wars content right and they kind of been digging mm-hmm. it like do you think this is one that you know like inch into a little more i think so yeah these have always been fun co-op games too you could you don't get stuck playing as luke skywalker or anything you could pick in these games they add like every little goofy side character that you could think of you could probably just play as like a junk droid or something or someone that was in the background in a cantina or something so Greg would be able to play as like uh, Boba Fett or something, and and everyone will be able to find somebody they like. I think, uh, which will make it easier for them to enjoy. Um, but yeah, this one's been in the in the oven for a long time. Uh, they were cranking these things out like a couple, two, three a year, and this one's taken years to make. So I think they're gonna have something cool. I think they. Pr- I, I hope they changed the the format of it and and the minute to minute gameplay stuff. Um, Cause they are kind of kitty simple games, but uh, yeah, we'll see it. It looks really pretty. I've heard it's going to be real wet. And it's going to be like uh, evil crows and uh, it's going to be about a hundred hours to beat. So um... sign me up, you know, why not? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Kayla? Are we going to add another to our backlog? I've never tried any of the Lego games, but I do like a nice, simple story story game uh, and their co-op. That might be interesting. They're usually like pretty uh, humorous, too. Like they just do. They make everything out of Legos. So it's just like this. this, uh, What if iconic environment from the film you like is Lego, you know, like that kind of thing? Yeah, my my really. My only experience with Lego is the Lego movie, uh, a Chris Pratt. That's enjoyable. Mm, mm, true. Yeah, there's no, but there's there's no voice acting in the Lego games. I don't think there's any in this. So all of the the story has to be like pantomimed. So there, there's a lot of fun humor uh, with that, like trying to, you know, uh, like I remember uh, the Qui Gon Darth Maul like fight was was also, <laughs> was was different than what it was. <laughs> In uh, Phantom Menace, for sure. But. Yeah, and they can't really show, because these are, like, basically for kids. They they have to, like, dumb down, not dumb down, but, like, change up the violence, you know? Like, it's not... Like, make it a little more lighthearted. Yeah, light, exactly. Make make the violence lighthearted. So, it, it's just fun. Um, so, that'll be April 5th, uh, Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga, coming to, to everything. Um couple days later, we got Tokyo Vice on April 7th coming to HBO Max. Um, I had heard about this, but I didn't know what it was. Um, saw the trailer for the first time recently. So this is, um, this is Ansel Elgort. I know that you're a big fan, Mike. Skip. And Skip. Kayla, you don't like him. Uh, but, you know, that's, yeah, he has that's the opposite. I know you love him and Mike hates him. Uh, but... Uh, so he's an American journalist, um, and and he wants to follow the the vice squad uh, of the Japanese police to kind of like get in deep with the uh, like the yakuza and organized crime in Japan. And my guy Ken Watanabe seems to be his like contact 
with the um with the police there and um just looks cool looks slick um looks like it'll be violent and um i'm always like interested in in japan like as just as a a place and a, like the the interesting like ways they have about them and, and like the yeah the culture and like the yakuza especially like just the under like apparently they control a lot of the economy there and a lot of like the politics and stuff and mm. i find that shit fascinating you know it's like it's it's really cool um so yeah that's coming to to hbo max um are you gonna give uh ansel a chance mike man that's gonna be tough man I just that dude. He, why do they keep giving this guy jobs? He's like, so tall. Put, him, He's so tall. put Ben Foster in Tokyo, please. Like, come on, <laughs> give me Gary Oldman <laughs> trolling around Shibuya. Okay, like I don't want this guy <laughs> in any more of my uh, any more of my content. I want him to be. I need him to get canceled. We just need to. Paint. If you got a face like that, like he's got a punchable face like that, he needs to just be canceled. Yes. You didn't even make the cancel Ansel joke. I mean, what what are you doing, Mike? Cancel Ansel. See that that's that's why you're the host. That's why you're <laughs> give yourself a raise. I like that one. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Oh boy. Um so yeah, I, I I don't know. I think that was gonna be fun. Um, maybe not fun. Maybe that's not the right word, but uh, interesting. April seventh. I know Kayla's jumping on her seat for this one. Chrono Cross, the yeah. Radical Dreamers edition. Ooh. Switch. I think Tomas stirred. There's a Tomas <laughs> nearby. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, day one purchase for you, Mike. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gonna get it on the Switch. Um, gonna just looking for. I haven't. Man, the last time I played it was probably over ten years ago. Um, for those who don't know, classic PS One RPG from SquareSoft. Uh, great soundtrack. Looks beautiful. Fun characters. Fun story. I uh, I can't wait to jump back into this one. It also has the. Uh, the like pre, I guess it's like a prequel or um, previously set game that was only on the Satellaview uh, <laughs> in Japan uh, called Radical Dreamers, and uh, I'm e- I'm eager to see what what that is. I think it's just like a text based thing, but if it adds more uh, flavor to Chrono Cross, I'll I'll take it for sure. This yeah. is going to be your first time with it, right? Yeah, that's what it? I'm excited about. I'm definitely going to get it. Um, it's almost like a div fighting line maybe it'll turn out to be like man i gotta like get further in elden ring by this or something like i don't know to to jump into this but um yeah i'm i'm excited i mean you've talked it up for years and um and i love chrono trigger so i mean i i I definitely not avoided this one for any like particular reason just kind of has been not available um in a lot of ways um I know fan of the show, Demetrius is immensely excited for this one. Uh, might be an opportunity oh, yeah. to uh, get him on, maybe talk talk some cross, you know? Disc dive. Mm. Let's do it. I dig it. Come on now. It'd be like a cartridge... Uh... Crusade. Okay. okay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, cartridge crusade. <laughs> that, that works. Uh, I like that. Yeah. 
a Chrono Cross cartridge crusade. Like, come on, let's just look at that. Yeah, look at that. Uh, if we were playing, uh, what's it called right now? That would be four points. Done. <laughs> April seventh, Chrono Cross: The Radical Dreamers Edition. Next day, April eighth, Ambulance. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Yahya Abdul Mateen in a Michael Bay film. Michael Bay is usually good for some shoot 'em ups, some some blow 'em ups, uh, and some cool crime stuff usually. And that's what this is. It's it's a heist movie uh, with uh, an ambulance at the the forefront. Um, checked out the the trailer at all for this one, Mike? Yeah, I think I saw this uh, the trailer for a movie I saw not not too long ago. I can't remember which, but looked cool. Uh, Look the the high stuff looked real tense. The the chase scenes looked cool. Of course, you're gonna get awesome action with Bay. Love Jake Gyllenhaal. Love uh, Abdul Mateen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, Candyman, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 And loved him in Watchmen as well. Oh yeah, yeah. This the Watchmen the series. Yeah. And. Uh, this might be, I don't know that I've seen a Michael Bay movie in my life. So this might oh. be uh, my first one. That's awesome. Wow. Getting into the Bay at first. Yeah. Never seen uh, Bad Boys uh, or Armageddon or The Island. <laughs> so. Missing out, man. Been missing out. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey, man. Bad Boys is a lot of fun. Um, Patron Saint Bay in the future, huh? That's oh what boy! We, uh, <laughs> no, no, not quite, not quite. But so that's ambulance coming to theaters April eighth, uh, April twelfth. This was a shocker to me. We're getting some DLC for Back for Blood, uh, a game that we enjoyed a little bit and kind of fell off. Um, but uh, Tunnels of Terror uh, is coming to everything except the Switch. So. PC, Xbox, PlayStation, all all the above. Um, I frankly I don't exactly know what this is gonna be, but um I'm excited. I feel like this game needs like a boost. I feel like it came out, it was talked about for like, I don't know, maybe two weeks, and then I have no idea what the status is, if anyone's playing it, if it's a uh, you know anything. I think it sold pretty well, yeah. even though it was on Game Pass. I think people were buying it and checking it out. So. So that's good, because, like, yeah, I mean, we, we talked about it a lot when it was coming out, and, and even after we played it a little bit. Like, that Left 4 Dead-style game is cool. They're, they're just coming out with so so many of them. Um, but this one did have that interesting, like, card system. I don't know if we ever really got going on, on that or really, like, fully understood, because I was hearing people make, like, basically make builds of, of characters out of out of the cards and stuff, like... You can go full melee and stuff like that, and um, I don't know if we ever. I was trying, but yeah, it just seemed like you would just constantly keep getting the same card over and over. I don't know what we were doing wrong, but (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, it made for some comedy when we had a rando uh, jump on our team that one time. That that oh yes, yeah, that was that was the best session. I forgot about. (laughs) Forget his name. He had a fun name. (laughs) I think we made it fun. I think it was more or less like normal we just had a lot of fun with it oh yeah we weren't we weren't calling him by his we we made up (laughs) okay (laughs) whoever you were and i know you're listening we uh we're sorry and we should play 
uh what is it terror of blood what is the dlc <laughs> tunnels of terror dlc tunnel of terror we should play that's like a simpsons halloween episode or something be but. wonderful to run into the same guy and make fun of him in the same ways <laughs> good old toxic gaming uh april 15th we're getting fantastic beasts the secrets of dumbledore coming to theaters um Obviously, uh, we just got our, our first real extended look at the new Harry Potter video game that's coming out, too. So, Harry Potter been in a lot of people's, uh, you know, uh, social media and stuff. Uh, obviously, J.K. Rowling is problematic figure. Um, Kayla, I know you're just a huge fan of, of Harry Potter, um, and I've enjoyed the Fantastic Beasts movie. Um, I am a fan, correction, of the Wizarding World. Right, right. Definitely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, yeah, fuck Harry. I, I think he's the worst part of all that. So yes, the wizard. Right. <laughs> he's not the best part. That's for sure. What uh, What are you thinking of? I, we've seen. Uh, I think multiple trailers at this point have come oh, out. G- give me all see. the all the the Kowalski and the the Jude Law. Man, give me that. I love it. Yeah, and we got Mads now in in the role that was. I enjoy uh, that more too. Yeah, that, he's Grindelwald, right? He's like the main bad guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Dumbledore's yeah, childhood re- friend. Replacing Johnny Depp. Who I I don't know. That movie was pretty rough. That last one. Yeah. And the first one was way better. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. When there was actual Fantastic Beasts. Uh, <laughs> but I but I did enjoy Jude Law in that. And that second one, and I'm excited to see more of him as Dumbledore. And I, it'll it'll be a, a a very Jude Law Dumbledore. Uh, I think narrow road for the most part. What about, what about Newt's commander? <laughs> he's in there. Uh, yeah, but Eddie Redmayne. Another. He's close to Ansel. Oh. He's better than Ansel, but Eddie Redmayne. I I'm not a fan of of his either. So just people with weird faces, huh? Oh, I see. Yes, yes. Who would have thought when you're watching something, someone has to have a good face <laughs> in order, you know, to translate uh, into enjoyment? Yeah. Oh, mm. Good stuff. Hot I'm, takes. I'm really, I'm really yeah. interested to see where the reception is. Like, I, I, I find, I find it just super kind of depressing that like the Wizarding World has brought so much to so many people like i'm only on the sidelines of the fandom or whatever else but i mean aaron uh you kayla everyone who like there are no like medium harry potter fans it seems it's like you just get sucked in you you love it it's just like it's like star wars fans in in a lot of ways you know like I would sucks. consider myself medium for both of those sure things. sure <laughs> i mean i i consider myself like low end or whatever of like uh the, the wizarding world or whatever else um but like seeing the joy that it brings like Aaron and and you Kayla and like kids and stuff like so many kids like started reading because of this this like series and stuff like it's it sucks it's get kind of gotten broiled in so much controversy with eh, with Johnny suck. Depp and yeah and JK. JK Rowling and just like yeah it sucks that like I don't know. Those people suck, right? Rupert's just just holding everybody strong. Yeah. (laughs) 
She just needs to be sent to that cabin that they live in the first Harry Potter movie, like when they're trying to escape all the letters that keep getting... They seem to center that fucking little place, like in the middle of the ocean. And uh, take away her phone so she can't talk anymore God. on social media. So I hope so. So That's April what I realized. I just don't like hearing people uh, talk their shit. People are crazy. I'm not... I. I'm looking forward to the movie. I'm not looking forward, like Eric said, the take cycle, just all of everything that's around Harry Potter yeah. is yeah. is tough. Yeah. Well, April 15th, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore and J.K. Rowling sucks. Russian Doll, season two, coming to Netflix, April 20th. Uh, I had this on the list just because I was wondering if uh, anyone checked it out. Have you ever checked out Russian Doll, Mike? I haven't. I've I've heard it was cool. Um, just one of those things that passed me by. Yeah. Not even sure. Is it like a? Is it about an agent lady, or is she? She has like multiple personalities or something. I don't know. It's <laughs> I like a getting... Groundhog Day type situation. Oh, okay. yeah. That's what it's it like a live die repeat type. You know, Groundhog Day situation. Ah, I get I get the title now. Yes. All right, when you open yes. up a nesting doll, all right. Exactly. There's another doll. There's another doll. All right. And cool. um just the the uh N- Natasha Leone, I think is is her name. Um mm-hmm. the the main character, um the actress who who plays the main character. Uh she's kind of like an interesting success story. She had a lot of like troubles um in, you know, her personal she life looks and stuff. Like- <laughs> yeah, and I think she's like poured that into her work in a lot of ways because I think that character has has some some issues too, and it's just like I I, I think it's a, an interesting success story, and I really thought like when that first season, I never got to check it out, but it looked so compelling. Um, those those stories like Palm Springs and Groundhog Day and stuff like that are just like that's a cool concept, like just that. That repeating cycle kind of thing, cyclical. The year of the loop continues. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, Happy Death Day. That that classic. I, there's two of them, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Russian Doll season two coming to to Netflix April twentieth. Um, April twenty second. I I ran into this one coming to theaters. An animated movie called The Bad Guys. Um, yeah. It, this looks awesome. It does. It looks so fun. So this is Aquafina, uh, Sam Rockwell, Craig Robinson, Mark Marin, um, and it's basically the Animal Suicide Squad. Like they're, yeah. they're these bad guys. Uh, they're all various like kind of nefarious animals, snakes, and sharks. And, yeah, and, yeah, you know, animals that get a bad rap, and they're apparently like criminals in this world or, or bad, and they've been tasked with like a get out of jail free card if you save the world kind of situation the the set up a suicide squad um but just with like some really great comedians and um looks looks real fun yeah i think we're gonna be seeing that uh when it comes out for sure yeah kind of came out of nowhere i i actually didn't check who the like studio is or anything else did you i don't know who it looks like dreamworks i think is it's it? got okay. a very dreamworksy uh yeah it looks like a the stock dreamworks style for sure gotcha yeah, because that's, that's who did um the cop, the bunny cop, right? Zootopia. Maybe. I thought that was a Disney one. Hmm. Well, hmm. just watch that true. recently again. That that one's cool. I like that movie, Zootopia. Universal is. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. There you go. 
So that's the bad guys coming April 22nd uh, to theaters. Uh, we got a bunch coming to theaters on April 22nd, including the unbearable weight of massive talent. I think this has been on these uh, coming soon lists three times, I think, at this point. Uh, but I think we're going to oh. get it. Finally. I think we're going to get this one. Finally. I think things are getting better in the world. Um, if you're unfamiliar with this one, Nicolas Cage plays Nicolas Cage in this movie. Um, he's tasked by like the CIA or, or something to, uh, infiltrate a like drug cartel or a drug Lords like home by, um, putting on a show for him. And the, the drug Lord is played by Pedro Pascal. Um, and I think we got Tiffany Haddish in this one as well. Um, and just, it's just, it could be a complete disaster. I mean, as a lot of Nicolas Cage stuff mm. has been, but it's, they're doing the self-aware thing. He's playing himself. Um, and the trailers just seem super fun. Um, they do. Sold you a little bit on it, right, Kayla? I mean, I know you're not a, a Cage lady, but. No. Now keep keep me out of the cage, but uh, I I do like this one. This one does look really really good. I get that Nicolas Cage is a weird guy, and if he just bees a weird guy and we laugh at it, I'm I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'm all for the cage sons going on right now. Pig last year. I hope this is one's good. I want I want my boy to be back on his feet, back uh, back you know making respectable. Uh, films. I don't want any more. Uh, was it the Sorcerer's Apprentice or something like all that shit? Bangkok that he was dangerous, right? <laughs> oh God, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Was Pig eligible? I remember that being a thing we were talking about, Kayla, off off mic. But like, I no Pig. I, pig wasn't even discussed whatsoever at the Oscars as like a potential nomination. Do you know if it was even eligible, Mike, at all? When did that come out? Yeah, and I I remember like all the. My Oscar Twitter, like thinking, oh, may I hope Nicolas Cage gets nominated, like before the nominees were announced, and uh, he didn't get it. I, th I think he should have. I think he he's in a movie where it's just him. You know, uh, he did a pretty good job. Everyone, check out Pig. I, I thought it's on Hulu. Uh, thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I I'm all for. I was just kind of telling Kayla how much. Like, there was a time where Nicolas Cage was definitely my favorite actor. And it was in all those, like, just uh, action movies. And, and we were just naming them. We're like, man, yeah, Face Off and Con Air and The Rock. And it was just like, bangers, bangers, yeah. bangers, like, back to back. Leaving Las Vegas. Sure. I, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but, like, uh, what, 8 millimeter, right? Like, that, like, just, you, yeah. It's, yeah. like, really good. Like, uh, and, and then, you know, whatever. Nicolas Cage. Uh, so that's April 22nd, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Um, the big one on this day. Uh, I'll bear this weight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the Northman, uh, April 22nd, coming to theaters. Um, talked a little bit about this one. One of, uh, I think, all of our most anticipated movies. I found out recently it's um, the character that uh, Alexander Skarsgård is playing is basically the um, uh, influence that Shakespeare used for Hamlet. Like, it's essentially a Hamlet uh -huh. story. Like, it, it's the Scandinavian, like, folktale that Shakespeare used to, to create Hamlet. Uh, so, real 
Real interesting. It's like Amleth or something. Even like it's not even that far off the the name. Oh wow. Um, yeah. So I thought you were gonna bring up the theory that I've seen that he is uh the character in the Northman is is like the ancestor of uh his character in True Blood. Uh, like someone sense. they brought up some weird connection. He's from Iceland. Yeah, he's right, like a right, Viking that, in True Blood. Yeah, so that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, that was. But yeah, this. Robert Eggers, uh, third film. I've people who have seen it on my Twitter feed have already said it's their favorite of his three. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Lighthouse, uh, so can't wait to see this visuals, the action, the acting. Can't can't wait. Yeah, what a cast, honestly. And Skarsgård for you, Kayla. I mean, uh, thrilled. <laughs> He's a dreamboat. Yeah. True. I mean, I love him in True Blood. He's a weird dude too. See, sometimes weird guys are fine. Get some Ethan Hawke in there as well. I I, I started uh, the new episode of or the first episode of Moon Knight uh, before we were recording, and he's in that as well. So we'll be watching that. Nice tonight. to see him. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, I I recently told you I can never tell Ethan Hawke and Edward Norton apart. So you know, so weird. So, so weird. Yeah, they just like <laughs> name a movie that either is in, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's the other one. I think I've like have... literally tricked him and bomb doing that, like <laughs> I, deliberately. It's, it's they have such different vibes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Such man. different vibes. They are different, different, different. Now, if you said Ben Foster, I could see it in a way. Nope, nope, nope. Ed Norton, Ethan Hawke, same dude. Uh, you ever seen him in the same room? I don't think you have. The Northman, April 22nd, coming to theaters. We're excited. Uh, Ed Norton starring in that one. Uh, Barry, coming to HBO Max, coming back April 24th. Super exciting. I mean, what a weekend that'll be. I don't know if it's weekend, but like Northman and Barry. like And The like, Unbearable Way and The Bad Guys. Man, holy Those smokes. are all on the 22nd. Mm, give me that. And Barry rounding it out. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, coming back for season three, right? This is this will be the third season. Yep. Yeah, yep. Um, been gone for a while, a couple years. Too long, too long. Yeah, I don't even remember anyone... where we left him. Honestly, like I, I, I might have to like a hopefully do a recap or something. Like it's they will. So long. Yeah, I've been. I was watching the trailer for the for this season, and I'm like, huh. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Why Barry is in trouble this time? I'm gonna have to uh, maybe just watch the last couple episodes of season two, which I will love anyway because uh, season two of Barry was phenomenal. But uh, yeah, if you want to see Bill Hader as a contract killer slash uh, uh, thespian <laughs> <laughs> trying to become an actor, uh, it's it's terrific. Kayla, you just uh, had a patient that you were talking to uh, some Barry with, right? Yeah, I did. That's exciting. Somebody brought it up they, to me. I didn't have to start. The oh, <laughs> I'm always wow. like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's I, funny. Kayla has this thing of like, uh, hoping that someone wants to talk pop culture, <laughs> like in the, in the dental chair. Um, and it's, it's real hit or miss apparently. Yeah, I'm always like, so what do you do for fun? I don't know. Hang out with my friends. I'm like, you guys, uh, like watch movies or something. Like, ah, no, like, oh, all right. It's shocking how many people just, I don't know. 
Nobody I work with watches TV shows or movies other than like, um, this is us or something. They'll talk about that or made, but so much good content. And then people are just wasting their time on nothing. You know, Jesus. I don't know what these people do so much. Not an elder. Must have lives or something. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, so that's Barry Kevin, April twenty fourth to HBO Max. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I'm a big NoHo Hank uh, stan. You know. Oh yeah. That's my deal. Oh, yeah. Under the banner of Heaven coming to Hulu April twenty eighth. Me and Kayla just uh watched the trailer well, it was my my third watch i think of of that trailer uh showed it to Kayla recently i've been trying to scratch that true detective itch for a while mayor of east town did a little bit um it's like a hand scratch not like one of those nice back scratchers on a on a pole this might be the back scratcher on a pole here uh under the banner of heaven uh so this is andrew garfield is a lead detective on a case um, in the uh, Mormon church. Uh, it's looking like there's some cult-type activity, uh, some murders, some ritual kind of murders. Um, but the kind of crux of it is is he's also a Mormon. Like he's, he's, So it's like a crisis of faith kind of situation as he's um, investigating these, these murders. Um, Andrew Garfield's hot right now. He's, he's doing He's, he's doing very hot. He's in many things. I'm more excited for him than I have ever been. Like more excited for him than like Spider-Man or anything like that. I I think I kind of like the dude. I think he's. I think he seems like a solid guy. He's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I think he's pulling a Robert Pattinson. You know, just like digging himself out from kind of being a joke to being like, holy shit, this guy's this guy's legit. I'm excited. I hope it's uh it's, you know, the the true detective I've been been looking for. Um looks like it's super dark. Um and uh and I think Andrew Garfield can do it. That's uh that's coming April 28th to Hulu. Think you're going to check it out, Mike? Uh yeah. If 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 the reception is like, "Oh man, this is this is great." Like you said, if it if it is in that same lineage of like a true detective or something. Uh, which is fantastic. I will definitely check it out. I'm trying to think, does Hulu release their stuff all in one one go? Or are they... Mm-hmm. I think they, they do both. Kind of, they, go, they normally go with the schedule like whenever it's um, released like weekly, like, mm. like Abbott Elementary or something like that comes out, you know? Yeah. I think this That's is like technically an like an thing. FX like production so it might okay. be yeah it might be like a every yeah. wednesday or something so Debs was once a week and fargo and stuff like that and you're right son of a bitch i hate that once a week is good man you gotta <sighs> yeah gotta it. it's nice to just have like all right it's 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 this day it's you know it's yeah you get something to look forward to it's peacemaker yeah. day right it's i'm gonna very day right yeah. Yes. yeah you're right yeah. okay oh. jesus <laughs> You oh. really want to <laughs> so bad, so terrible. Let's wrap it up with April 29th. We're getting Ozark, the final. It's part two of season four, the final um, part of of Ozark, and now we can finally watch it, Kayla, um, because it's it's done, and we can watch all all four <laughs> seasons. Yeah, I don't want to wait three years for season three of Barry. Like that's too long. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Uh, you haven't checked out any any Ozark, have you, Mike? One episode of, of Ozark. That uh, good. No, I just kind of we were we were trying to find a show to watch, and I think uh, Selena had watched most of season one, and was like, "Oh, I really like this character," so we started watching it, and then just kind of never went back. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, I believe Better Call Saul is this month as well, and that's mm-hmm. another one where I think I would try to catch up on that before uh, before Ozark. I've always had trouble with Better Call Saul because I I loved Breaking Bad, and I really mm-hmm. liked the Saul character as well. But even just like the concept of him having an interesting life and this interesting enough, like to fill what five seasons of mm-hmm. of show. Um, it's a little stretch for me. I feel like, mm, man, but I, I, I got to be wrong because like everyone loves it. It's it's like one of the best shows on television, apparently. So it's just like the entire concept of like that character being more interesting than than he was uh, in, in Breaking Bad has always been a stretch for me. Uh, they so... do the thing in the first episode where they show where the character winds up. And I, I want to know why he's working at a fucking... Uh... Uh, Cinnabon or whatever in a mall <laughs> in its old age. So uh, someday I will, I will, I will call Saul. I will mm. call him up. But well, you uh, better, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not probably not this year, but uh, but someday. <laughs> oh, also on April 29th, coming to Switch is Nintendo Switch Sports. Uh, so the follow up to. Well, maybe the follow-up to Wii Sports. I don't know if it'll have anywhere near the impact, but um, yeah, just um, everyone loves Wii Sports. I know I played a hell of a lot of it, um, and we always need more fun party games for for our Switch. Um, what do you what do you think about a a new uh, Switch Sports, Mike, or a new uh, Nintendo Sports game? For me, Wii Sports was like a this is like, yeah, if you're around a group of friends or something, it's it's fun to play for a half hour or something. But didn't really have a lot of depth that this one can can add that uh, and still have that that cool charm. Everyone loves the Wii Sports music and and just the vibes of that game. Uh, they could have another huge hit on their hands. I, I, I don't think it's going to be flooding retirement homes and stuff <laughs> like like Wii Sports did. But uh yeah, tell your grandma. We 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 sports too, or whatever that is called. What is it? Switch sports. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo sports, right? Nintendo. Yeah, there we go. What did you play much of? Like Wii sports, Kayla? Um, just a little bit. Yeah, a little bowling here and there, something like that. I never we, owned it, so it was like when I was at somebody's house. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Like Josh and Tomas and I. Just creating, trying to create celebrities in the meat creator because that's who would populate Wii Sports, the, the characters. And like, it was just fun to have John Madden play in center field, <laughs> you know, or James Hetfield from Metallica boxing and stuff like that. So we, <laughs> it was, it was a good time doing that. But uh, yeah, I just think all the, all the grandparents who played Wii Sports are probably gone now. You know, it's a whole new generation of grandparents. Ooh, that was like 15 years ago, 16 years ago. Yeah, you're right. right, right. You're right. right. <laughs> oh, Nintendo Switch Sports coming April 29th. Uh, so April is looking like a 
another big month. I mean, maybe not. We don't have maybe we don't have an Elden Ring in here or something. Or the Batman. Or the Batman, right? Those are big. The Northman's pretty big, though. I'm pretty excited. Northman could be the Northman. Come on now, like that's. It came to me. Came to me. My mouth and Chrono Cross. Come on now. Come on. Come on. (laughs) The biggest game of the year, Chrono Cross. And I think Barry too. I mean, poised to to be really. I mean, you got there. You go. You got a game, a a show, a movie, and a game. Yeah, yeah, you know, and hours, hours of fun. Um, so. Everything else is gravy at that point. Um, well, one one uh, on April fifth, I believe HBO is going to uh, release a Tony Hawk documentary. Oh shit! Called uh, "Till the Wheels Fall Off," I believe, and I'm excited to check that out. Oh, that sounds awesome! I know he's been he's been doing like a last ride kind of thing. Like this is the last time I'm going to do a 720 in my life. Probably this is this is the last time I'm going to do a McTwist or <laughs> you know so. I think he's contemplating the end of his uh, his uh, thrashing career. I know, I know, you love doing uh, Thrasher Thursdays oh, yeah. or getting the getting getting the deck out. So, oh, uh, I thought I'd mention that one for you. It was it was sad to see him uh, at at the Oscars. <laughs> it wasn't a great performance uh, that that day, but he was there with Kelly Slater and Sean White. Um, and yeah, <laughs> it was fun. Kayla was like, "Who's the guy in the middle?" <laughs> It was really fun to see out of context. Uh, apparently, Tony Hawk and Wesley Snipes got together backstage, and they seemed like they really hit it off. Oh, Wesley Snipes man. seemed very excited to meet <laughs> Tony Hawk. <laughs> Blade board, Sydney baby. Dean, you know? I Hawk, think Wesley yeah. Snipes looked good. I was like, man, look at him staying active. I'm happy to see him. He still looks like a true vampire, there. man. Dude, don't age. <laughs> I think he still wants to be Blade, like, real bad. Oh. Like, deep down, he's just thinking, you know, he can he can still get in, slide in to, to be Blade, be an understudy or something. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a fun cameo if, like, if they did that. Because they, they cast, what, Mahershala Ali, right, as, yes. as Blade? Yeah. yeah so um, They should get I'll... him ice skating uphill in the movie somehow. <laughs> just Just really try and ice skate. They uh they give him a little shout out in uh what we do in the shadows. <laughs> yeah, he is in what we do in the shadows. Oh, they so like good. have a vampire uh council meeting and he like uh Zoom calls in <laughs> and he's got like really shitty internet. It's great. <laughs> oh man, what a good show. Uh good. Yeah, that another one I need to fucking catch up on. Yeah, that's good. Um, so yeah, that, that's April folks. Um, and that's probably the podcast as well. Uh, this is the point where I always tell you, check us out on social media. We've got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We have a Facebook fan group called Monstars. Type that in your, your search and you'll probably find, uh, the, the movie with LeBron James, but, um, down on the list, we'll be there. Our Facebook page will be there. Um, so go ahead and check that out. Um, you could leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash machine of nonsense. We'd love to hear from you. Put your voice on this podcast. Just one minute. That's all you get. 
You can tell us a joke. Go ahead and do that. Thank you for Tony Ortega for coming on this pod, our last episode. Uh, No. (laughs) Great fan. Fan. Great music. Take his uh, butt rock and shove it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we look forward to our next fan coming on the pod. Uh, We love you guys. We're getting out of here and we're saying goodbye. Bye. Do you really want it? It's <laughs> good. Let's keep. I'm keeping that in.